Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes 6, 7, and 8. Fun and games, together or not at all, and the last day. All that after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Oh, Jeff Randall, finally getting to catch up on some S.H.I.E.L.D., eh? Oh my god, it's been so long. Yeah, well, me and me and Dave Robertson uh, did the last S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, uh, which was three episodes ago, um, and we talked about everything up to Rewind, which was our, uh, full spoiler alert, we're going to get right into it, um, uh, is the episode where Fitz finally, uh, we, we, see, we see everything from the last hundred years from Fitz's perspective. Um, and so sort of. Fitz... Is basically just joined the group when we last uh, left off, um, and he, uh, he a lot of the a lot has happened more than anything. Then. Yeah, he joined the future. <laughs> joined <laughs> he the took f- the long way. <laughs> he took the long way. I loved that. That's so classic, um, classic sci-fi boyfriend thing to do. Yep. Um, <laughs> reminds me they did something similar on um, Doctor Who, where. Uh, one of the characters needed to meet up with the other one, but they she the, she he lost the ability to time travel, so he just waited a hundred years guarding over her. <laughs> and it was just like it's so sweet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is all super fun. Uh, now this whole thing has gotten a little confusing. So now we're up to episode episode nine. We've we've gotten through eight. We've gotten through eight. We're, we're about to get into nine. Oh, well, we haven't. We're talking about up through eight today. Nine um, is tomorrow. Nine is tomorrow. So we have apparently two parallel, two different timelines are happening. So yep. this future, I had, I always assumed this future was a result of them leaving the timeline, but apparently this future is a result of a a separate version of them that went on to do the things that caused this future to happen. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not what I'm getting from it at all. What I'm getting from it is that they, they are in the future and then went back and then kind of, uh, decided to do all of the things that they needed to do or that they were supposed to do to make the, the things happen in the future. So these flashbacks we're seeing are future flashbacks of our characters of what they're doing now. Right. Like, like see, future versions, like relative to them, they're older versions. Right. It just seems like they're, they're ill-informed. Also, if that's the case, how does anything ever change? Yeah, I mean, that's, that, the that's, thing. that's the thing, I guess. I guess that's, that's why I agree on. with Fitz, where he's still like, you can't change time. We've already seen it. Like, we already tried. Yeah. Like, well, well, yeah. But the thing that really cements that uh, is that when, like, in the past, when May is talking to younger Robin, uh, she says, you know, you have to tell me how to save the world, but don't tell me yet. You can't tell me right now. You have to wait until the end. Interesting. Man. It's just so uh <laughs> it's all so timey wimey. Um, <laughs> so so let's Dude, just go. I loved this episode. Yeah, I loved I episode eight for all of that time craziness. I was just like, Oh my god, why can't she just dock brown her? 
Like, why can't she just stalk Browner and tell her to wear, like, a, you know, stab-proof vest or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, tell herself to wear um, a stab-proof vest. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Let's go back. I don't want to skip over those two episodes that we missed completely. The, I guess the biggest thing in that first episode that we kind of uh, didn't haven't talked about yet is the proposal. That's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, there was there was a proposal from both ends, so you know it's it's you know mutually agreeable. Yeah, you know it's you know it's genuine. <laughs> yeah, you know you know it's not just a spur of the moment thing. They're just like, okay, you know, I, I would like to marry you. But yeah. then also, you can't hear me. Yeah, that was the super cute way of doing it. Yeah. Um, and then the fact that she'll never believe him. <laughs> yep, yep. It's like, well, I proposed first. And she's like, I don't know, man. Sure you did, pat, pat. <laughs> and then, oh, God. Oh, it hurts my head. It hurts my ear canal to think about him pulling that machine, whatever, out of her head. M- machine like, out of her head? What are you talking about? Sorry. The thing in, in her ear that was keeping her uh, deaf. Oh yeah, she was spoken to. Oh yeah, that th- the, the the ear wig thing or whatever. The, yeah, like... the earworm that Kasai has put in there. Wow, so gross. <laughs> um, yep, they've been doing a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of like right at the edge of too gross for TV kind of things. And I, yeah, you know, I guess it's for a Friday night. You know, they're Friday doing night, a late Friday o'clock. night airing. They're they, like, whatever, man. We can put it whatever we want in here. They said they were going to do that when they moved to to the later time, and they yeah. have. They've they've held up that part of the bargain. We're going to show an alien stabbing a guy in the head. Uh, we're going to stab an old lady, and that's fine. Yeah, and and <laughs> oh man, at the end at the end of this episode of that episode six, uh, yeah, we we see Cassius get sliced. I thought he straight up got like his neck sliced. That's what it looked like to me too. But it looks like I guess she got his cheek, I guess. Which yeah, they were putting makeup and and healing whatever on his cheek. When did when did um, Fitz and Simmons turn into such badasses? <laughs> well, it happened to Fitz when he went into the framework and then came out right having memories of two lives basically. Uh, it happened to Simmons when she had to spend 6 months on an alien planet. That's true. Or was it eight months? It's just Long it's just interesting that they've turned this to the characters believably, believably into yeah, they've badasses. Earned it. They've they've earned the fact that they were just the nerdy science science team, and now they're like these weird <sighs> badasses who've lived across across galaxies and across hundreds of years, and now they're just this, these weird badass time lords. Um, <laughs> Go watch episode one of season one. Again, oh yeah, and just see the intense character difference between all of these people. Yeah, that's 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 just true. I, I, I don't think about that enough in the moment because it happens so slowly. But one of my favorite things about a good show is a good growth of the characters over time, and this show has really, really pulled that off. Yep, so. it really has, especially with Fitz. Yeah, because you know he used to be the guy that just like couldn't do anything, and now he's in it. He's elbow well, deep in everything. He seemed like the guy who couldn't do anything. We we kind of get a glimpse even in the first season when he goes on that mission with Ward, um, and he is kind of this pampered guy who's eating a fancy sandwich, um, and everything. But it's still he's able to use his resourcefulness and his communication skills to do things that even Ward can't do. 
Um, yeah, but I, not to the not to the point or not to the effect that he can do now. No, no, no. Now he's now he's like got the best of all of worlds. He's just a badass, <laughs> and he can do all those things. It's real cool. I mean, um, he's not he's still not as good a fighter as like you know Daisy or um, or May, especially May. Yeah, uh, maybe not even Coulson, but like he still holds his own in a lot of categories. Yeah, totally. He totally. takes a lot of boxes. Yeah, man. Ladies. <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> Simmons specifically. Yep. Um yeah, and so then we get this ne- the next episode uh and all, all the while we we get our first glimpse at this new inhuman. Um, oh yeah, Flint. I mean, it's I think it's important to note that uh Clark Gregg was the director on episode 6, Fun and Games, the guy who is Phil yeah. Coulson. He was the director on Fun and Games, and it felt like a really good, solid, touching story. Like, you could tell that he really cares. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Anyway, so um, back to Flint. Flint's great. <laughs> Flint's cool. Um, I think it's interesting that he has this uh, power to move move earths, move uh, move rocks, in that, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and talk about it, but in episode eight they say Flint is required to save the world. Well, yeah, he's got to put it back together. Yeah. Do you think that's that's all it is? Is it, <laughs> they're just going to piece the world back together? Um, God, I hope not. No, they can't. They can't because they have to change time somehow for this to all continue to fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, there's yep. no way they're going to let this this like be the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe at the end of everything. So, man, it's just really interesting the way they're they're shooting all of this and the way they're showing us these flash forward backs of. <laughs> of our characters, what they did to cause this future. It's the past from Robin's perspective, but from their perspective, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But then if if it never happens, how did Robin ever exist? Um, You get, you're getting into some time travel problems here. If we're not too careful. Well, that's the thing. I think what they're doing is awesome for that. Cause they're they're The characters look like they're going to, make sure that everything happens in a specific sequence so that they don't paradox themselves. Hmm. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. We'll, so we'll have to see. Or it could just be that uh, Fitz gets proven wrong and an alternate timeline gets created. Yeah. Um, or th- this, is, this has all been like a pocket universe that only existed because of a certain set of circumstances, and once they kind of closed that loop, it no longer ever existed. Um <laughs> you're getting into some time travel real like specifics that I don't know. I don't know how they're going to treat time travel because every show has its own sort of version uh, and every movie has its own little like way that it treats time travel and very few of them make full sense if, if yeah. they're followed to their conclusion. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I, uh, I like to think that, Agents of Shield is doing Flashpoint better than The Flash. Um, interesting. I don't know how this <laughs> relates to Flashpoint exactly. What do because you mean? Because of the you know time travel, going back and changing time, and well, you sure. know, trying to prevent the future and everything like that's what Flashpoint was about. Was you know you travel through time and and change one event to see what happens in the future and like. You know, you you screw it all up basically. Yeah, but this is this is just being told in a totally different way. Yeah, um, better. Yeah, it, it involves <laughs> it involves time travel, and I don't, I don't know. Flashpoint's pretty great. 
Um, we've never seen it from a... Well, I guess, no, they did do it for They did do it in season three of Flash, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fine. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it was. It was, it was fine. Um, but this this just is, doesn't feel like Flashpoint to me. It feels like yeah. a time travel story. And the only way this is like Flashpoint is that it's a time travel story. Yeah. No, it's, At a, least it's a Marvel time travel story now. We think it's a time travel story. We're not, I don't we know. don't know. <laughs> we know that they travel it's, through time. I mean, it's obviously a time traveling story. I don't know if it's a Flashpoint time travel story. That's just the way that I like to think about it because I'm a huge Marvel versus DC kind of guy and I just like to poke. Yes. Yes, you do. I do. Um, and I don't know that there's, I just don't, don't know that there's a reason for it in, in this, yeah. in this circumstance. Cause I don't think this is a similar tale at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I've never seen someone tell a time trial story in this way. It's a totally different take on having them having flashbacks of one character's view of the p- history while they're looking forward to how they're going to act. And I guess Robin has to give her some sort of information to get her to change what she does um, in the future. But then Robin yeah. will have never existed to give her that information. So how does it happen? It's parent- No, she exists. That's the thing. She already exists. Like, she... Do you remember the guy in uh, season three that would touch people and they would see... Like, he would see it and they would see a vision of their death? Yeah. That's her father. That guy is her father. And at the end of season three, like that's where uh, the little girl got the the uh, wooden Robin yeah. from Daisy. I know. So like she already exists and already has that power in her. No, no, no. My, you're not getting me. The point is, if they don't ever do the things that they're doing in these flash forwards, the future Robin who went through those things will not exist to give them the information she needs to give them. Older Robin only exists because of the actions in these flash forwards. Yeah. She was, she was raised by May. The, the, the Robin that was raised by May only exists in this timeline. Yeah. And if they change the timeline, uh, yeah. And there are ways to do it. Maybe it's an offshoot timeline. Uh, but, um, then she, or maybe she, time is fixed, and that's just how everything happened. See, that doesn't work for this. If they, if it doesn't work, if time is fixed, then the Earth will always be destroyed. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they can do that if they're in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they can. I don't think so they can give a, like a clock a... where the Earth is going to be destroyed in ten years or whatever um, to the, all the movies. <laughs> They're like, all right, guys, uh, you know, you got about 20 minutes until it happens. You know, wrap it up. Yeah. Th- Thanos, if you could, like, move along. Uh, Thanos, get, Thanos, go. You got to go. Quake's got a thing to do. <laughs> Here it comes. Get out. You better get out now. Yeah. Nah, I don't think they'll... I think they're going to save the uh, the world from being destroyed, Um likely with a uh a, an alternate universe alternate reality kind of thing like it you know they change one major event and it splits off into separate universe like yeah. that's the branch i think i think point. so too i think i think that that's the easy way to do it at least yes i agree so this whole them being pulled out to see the future and then they're gonna have to go back to change the future all of that 
is what is causing th- this. In- all of that interference is what is causing this. Or are we supposed to see? I don't see the 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 ones who are in the past now. The ones we're seeing in these flashbacks. Are you saying that they have already been to the future and have come back from the future? Yeah, that's what it looks like. I don't, was that ever said? Or have our have the people in the past ever mentioned that yes. time we went to the future and the Earth was destroyed? Yeah, May did. Like they don't mention that the Earth was destroyed, but May specifically says you have to tell me how to save the world, but you can't tell me yet. You have to tell me on the last day. Okay, yeah, that's true. But see, I see. When I heard all that, I was thinking that that's just what Robin had told her. That's all just information she's gotten from Robin in the past. Well, it looks like May is trying to keep everything in place um, to like not break time, you know, to to not have paradoxes come up because like if everything has already happened in a specific way that you saw it happen, well then you've, if you go back, if you affect events differently than what actually happened, then paradox. But if you kind of fuel everything toward going where it's, you know, where you know that it was supposed to have gone, then you don't break time, but maybe you can make small changes. Yeah, no. See, that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. It's it doesn't really <laughs> work out very well because the Earth still gets destroyed. Or so, or will it? I don't. I don't or, know how they're. I don't know how they're how they're going to do it. I still don't. I still. Don't, I'd have to rewatch this episode because I'm not sure that they that this group of people that were watching the flashbacks also went to the future. Because what um, they say is when when did how did you. Uh, when did, how did you know we were at the diner or whatever? And she says that was the last time you were all seen together. So, I thought that was that was uh, Eno- all e- together. Enoch Enoch's thing w- w- interrupting them and grabbing them and taking them to the future. I think that is the moment of the change of the timeline. But I may be wrong. I I, I have to I have to look. I don't know. I have to rewatch. I, I have to rewatch this episode because I don't know that you're right about that. They have already been through this. I think that well, this experience of them going to the future is what is going to change change them enough to so that when they go back to the past, they are different and they well, Fitz, make different choices. Fitz was yelling at May, saying, "You can't change time. We tried." Yeah, I just thought that he meant. Up till now, we have been trying to change time. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. They are supposed to know something about the future. So yeah, I think you're right. I don't know, man. I just don't know. I, <laughs> I, need, to re- I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it because I'm she, still... Okay, she, I'm she, specifically said, she specifically said about the diner, that's where you were all last seen. Like, that's where you last seen all together. Yeah. Now, Mac is gone in the flashback forwards. True. Remember, uh, Yo-Yo said Mac is gone and he's not coming back. That says to me that Mac is dead. Or he's stuck in the future. Or he's just not wanting to go anywhere, whatever. But um, it's a, it's a, it's a matter of semantics, like specifics. She said all together. And if you noticed in the flash back forwards, there's only May 
and Fitz that we've seen. And Yo-Yo. And Yo-Yo. May Fitz and Yo-Yo that we've seen. Yeah. And, um... So we don't know where else the rest of them are. We right. make we it, we make it their Phil. flashback forward next week. Yeah, we don't know where Coulson is in the flashback forward. We know that Simmons dies. Because Fitz said, every time, Simmons dies. Ugh. Like, we've tried, and she always dies. So, yeah, that's right. And he thinks they, he thinks they might be stuck in a loop at one point. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm going to have to, I, I got to rewatch this episode. There's just a lot going on with the time travel stuff. And I don't know exactly what they're trying to say about time travel or what the, what, I've seen a lot of different kinds of time travel stories. And this is the first time I've ever seen a flashback forward employed. <laughs> yeah. And it's, this it's, is very novel and I'm loving it. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I'm, I'm very interested. I just am not totally sure. They're not being very clear exactly what they mean, but I think, I think you're right in that. That's one of the two interpretations I took away, but I, I just I wasn't sure about that interpretation or not. I don't know. So uh, let's. Uh, you want to jump into some feedback? Sure, sure. Let me flip over to that. Maybe someone else will have some have some thoughts here that'll <laughs> maybe we'll help have us some along. Good... Yeah, <laughs> let's all connect the dots together, everybody. Uh, Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, "Agents of Shield, fun and games." Mac delivers the best lines. Love that line about no tacos in the future. <laughs> Funny yeah, how that great. slave runner says Cassius is creepy. It's true, but so is he. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, that's good. I think everybody in that uh, in that thing was really creepy. Oh yeah. Sharon Smith also said, "Agents of Shield, fun and games." Oh, the slave owner just got rocked. Yeah, he did. Talking about grill. That's, <clears throat> that's, very... that's a good pun. That's a good pun. Very, like it. The very last moment of the uh, of the episode, I believe. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. Wobbly Boots eighty five says at MCU cast hashtag Agents of Shield theory. The radio signal from Earth six one six. Fantastic Easter egg. It's fits. Whether it's future fits or alternate Earth fits. Thoughts. Hmm. Um, it's a bit late for us to be getting to this feedback. Yeah, sorry about that, Nathan. Uh, not quite so timely. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, it's not. It is not. But that would have been a cool. That would have been real cool. If that would have been neat. You had a second Fitz who somehow made it there a different Super way. Old Fitz. <sighs> oh man, there's a there's the running theory right now that um, uh, Deke is the grandchild of Fitz. Really. Hmm. Or Fitz and Simmons, actually. Okay. Like, the mother that, uh, the mother that Deke loved so much that, you know, dad got mom killed accidentally. Um, the theory is that that daughter, or that, uh, that lady is the daughter of Fitz and Simmons. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know. Let's see. Levi Birdie. Said Adams, you cast after watching Shield and hearing references of multiverse and six one six. Do you think Infinity War is tied in as a result? Um, I think that this will definitely tie into this season. Will definitely tie into Infinity War somehow. I don't think it will be in a way that it relies on watching this to understand Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really hard for uh, for the the show now to tie into the big stuff. Um, 
or rather, it's hard for the big stuff to. How am I? How what? How do I say the? It's words always been difficult to have a good standalone story and also have a good tight end story. Right. And they're doing so good with the standalone Agents of Shield stories that they they've decided that they're pouring their energies into that instead of trying to make it a show that just ties into the movies. Um, yeah, which I'd prefer it to be a really good standalone story instead of just being beholden to the movies absolutely. all the time. It definitely makes it a better week to week experience, but you know, there's those big moments. It's all connected when it's all connected that we always love. So, you yeah. know, it, it, there's a balance that I don't think they've ever struck that balance well. They they didn't in the first season. They did relied too much on the uh, tie-ins in the first season, and then after that, they've even though the tie-in was incredible. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, I mean, just the the whole tie-ins. That doesn't justify was... the first fifteen episodes, though. No, yeah, that's that's <laughs> exactly the problem. Yeah. Uh, so Algronite said to us on Twitter at MCU Cast, "Man, I love Agents of Shield!" Exclamation mark. I'm so glad it's back. Although last season when Coulson showed up in space, I assumed that it was just Marvel yet again keeping the TV shows out of the movies. Anyway, that ties into a theory I have after watching episode three, so spoilers. Are the agents actually in another dimension and not the future? You guys talked a little bit about them uh, maybe being in the 2099 universe, but the rock and where the radio signal bounced off of, Virgil labeled it as 616. That's the main Marvel universe, right? Max said that the signal came from the surface, but could the signal be interdimensional? Could Marvel be using Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to introduce a multiverse for Infinity War, or pave the way to introduce X-Men and Fantastic Four via alternate dimension if Marvel buys out Fox? Um, I, I, I don't think they're necessarily paving the way, because I don't think the average person is watching this that is going to watch Infinity War, but I def- or have all those crossovers. But I definitely think they're introducing the ideas of um, multiverses uh, just in, as a sci-fi concept. Uh, but I don't. I think I think everyone's like l- relying too much on the six one six thing. I think the six one six thing. Didn't they say that was just like the sector they were in or something like that? They didn't say it was from Earth six Earth six one six. Yeah, it was. It was the like it was a specific large rock. Yeah, like a chunk of it rock like called six one six. Like I think yeah, that was. It was that's a sector, just basically. So it was a piece of Earth called six one six, but it wasn't Earth six one six. That that was just a reference to the. I think Marvel. that was just an Easter egg. Yeah, and they've even done it before. the The bus's call sign was six one six. Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't think mentioning six one six has anything to do with the multiverse theory. Um, but uh, they are definitely introducing the ideas with all this time travel of a multiverse, which, if you're watching both, could tie in sort of. Like, if they use the same sort of rules, I guess. But I'm a little worried they're going to use one rule for time travel here and a completely different rule in the movies, which will which will annoy me. Shit, shit, shit. What? I just thought about something. This is a perfect way if they introduce, like, multiverse or, uh, you know, different timelines splitting off uh, universes. This is a perfect way for them to oops their way into a different universe from the movies. Oh yeah, no, that, that's true. Um, and I mean, to, if you're if you're see that's, see that's part of the problem with this whole time travel issue is like, if you are Marty McFly, and you go back in time, and you change the past, 
So, so this time, back to the future style time travel, which is, I think, what we're going to get here, okay? Um, if you're able to change the past, you move into a new, a split-off timeline, right? Right. Where everything is different from your timeline. Mm-hmm. The problem is, that's no longer your universe. So, if they have left their universe for this other universe... And then they do it again, and they fix the timeline by going through whatever sort of thing happens that creates the makes the Earth the same. Um, they will have technically jumped universes again, not back to the old timeline. That's that's like a something Doc Brown says in Back to the Future Two. He says like, "We need to change this back so that we can go back to this nineteenth." Nice back to the original nineteen fifty five, and back to the original nineteen eighty five. But even in the first movie, when Marty goes back, he comes back to a future where his parents are totally different. His parents are cooler and hipper, and his dad's a success. Um, every movie that, that, that every one of those movies, every time they go back and change the timeline, they are entering a new, a new version of reality. Yeah. <laughs> so if that's true. Then every time they change something in the in the history of this world, they will also be entering an alternate reality. <laughs> so if they do that, they will either have not been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the beginning, or they will no longer be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, now I don't like it at all. <laughs> now, if they make changes that are similar enough to what is happening in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you could just say that they were in a such a close parallel universe that it doesn't matter. Um, and I think that's what we're, uh, that's our best case scenario, I guess. But it does matter. <laughs> I mean, kinda, <laughs> kinda. It's, it is true. It's gotten to the point to where I think everybody has kind of given up on the interconnectivity thing. I don't think that's true. I, I do think that like, if you really uh, follow the sci-fi concepts to their conclusion that, the fact that they're doing time travel on Agents of Shield, or to be honest, doing time travel in any form on any in any one of the many properties, that person, if if they're doing that sort of Back to the Future style time travel, where you can change time and jump from uh, one timeline to the other, then you're never really going to get back to your home timeline ever again. <laughs> you can get yeah. back to something close to it, but you're never going to get back to your exact timeline again. Diggle's still going to have a daughter, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. God. And that, that opens up a, another line of thinking that Thanos uh, could, you know, reality gem Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. out of, their, out of that universe. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're looking t- too deep into it, though, honestly. I think that, like... I'm scared, Matt. They're not, they're not going to say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is no longer in the universe because they did time travel. They're just not going to do it. Mm, okay. Uh, Thomas McNeil said to us, apparently it is going to be a game changer. Uh, it would be awesome before or after if you guys did an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. review where the show started, what worked, what didn't, highlights, lowlights, characters that have been killed, some open storylines, where the show could go from here. Tom. Yeah. There... I, I feel like we do that every week. Um... <laughs> What is what is happening with these characters and where they've been and what they're doing? Um, so we will continue to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he means the story so far, kind of thing. Oh, you, you, um, like this 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 story is going to be a game big game changer. 
Um, yeah. I, I think it has been so far, and I think it probably will continue to be. I don't know. It just depends on how they how they handle the timeline changing, or if they're going to change anything so that the world is never destroyed. Like, what is going to happen? I don't know. Did that guy yeah. have the right idea? Should they should he have stabbed the destroyer of worlds? I don't know. I don't know. Um, God, it's it's hard to say. Like you get you get into so many paradoxes. Like you know, would they have made that choice? Um, like, would the choice be made? Would it be made differently uh, if they told Robin about that guy and like they just never let him in? Like, what then? Like, how does any of that work out? You paradox it, and it's it's hurting. It's hurting, Matt. Yeah, the time travel is always tricky, and I think they're tr- I think they're going to try to do something interesting with it because of this flashback forward thing. And I'm down for the ride, but anytime you stop and really examine a time travel story, uh, it it introduces <laughs> it introduces issues. And since what we do on this show is slow down Can't and talk about closely. and dig into it, we're going to probably find all kinds of paradoxes. Or problems with them shifting universes or whatever. Yeah. You gotta pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. That's all yeah. there is to it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's see. RPRP said to us, I totally knew Robin was gonna show up in the future! Two exclamation marks. But I was half expecting the two masked people with her to be Bobby and Hunter somehow. <sighs> the season has been amazing so far, especially the effects. I like that in this last episode, uh, they made the villains infinitely more interesting as well. Also, did anyone else notice season one Fitz making a comeback at the end of the episode? When Matt calls him out for putting the shield gear on the third floor, he throws a small fit that really reminded me of his earlier personality. (laughs) Good to know that in addition to the badass doctor persona, Fitz has that old version of himself in there, too. Oh, yeah. It's true. It's true. Because that little like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just helping you. You're fucking welcome. Kind of attitude yeah. from Fitz is so early Fitz. Yeah, it's still. I, I think that that sort of like in, indignant Fitz is always there. Um. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, like we said, he's got two sets of memories now. Yeah, because you know he lived that that separate life. They all do, but his were his are very different from most everyone else's. Yeah, everyone else had yeah. sort of a similar life in the framework. He had. Oh, I'm a villain. <laughs> Look at me being <laughs> like, a bad I was, guy. I was raised by my dad now, and he was a piece of shit, so here I am. Yay. <laughs> uh, RPRP also said to us in an email, um, as someone who has a weird quirk of wanting to watch the MCU in perfect timeline order, this season, and especially this episode, uh, talking about different episodes, sorry, uh, this one was the episode eight, most recent one, so... This season, and especially this episode, are really going to make it difficult. That said, I have to say this has, uh, has really been an amazing season, uh, keeping me guessing and on my toes all the while. And while the little snippets of Robin's past that we get probably won't come to pass, they were all so fascinating to see. I hope we get more to fill in the blanks we still have. Although with Robin's passing and seeing as all of those scenes were really her own flashbacks, it's not likely. As always, I'm looking forward to wherever the show takes us next. Oh, yeah, I think you're just going to have to realize when rewatching the Marvel Cinematic Universe that this, or I mean, and who knows? We don't know what's going to happen in the next couple episodes, but I think that this entire 
adventure is going to be relegated to a pocket universe that never existed. I think they're going to do something that basically like has to undo this. I, I, I don't see how they can. I mean, maybe someone will maintain memories of it. I hope because again, it like messes up character development. If you just undo an entire half a season. Yeah. It's like, Oh, then they obviously wouldn't have developed in the way that they did. So yay, you broke it. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. I don't, it's really, I, I've been saying it ever since they showed up in the future that this is a tricky story to tell. And, I, and I'm, I'm interested to see how they end up telling it. All right. Well, that's yeah. all the feedback. Is it? It is. Looks like it. Um, well, all right. Man, this was, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm really excited to see next, uh, next week. Tomorrow comes out tomorrow. Uh, and yeah. we'll, we'll get on called, next week's episode a little quicker, hopefully. Uh, it's called Best Laid Plans. Ooh. Yeah. Um, apparently, the, the the show, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is coming up on its 100th episode. Neat. And yeah, a lot, a lot Best Laid Plans is number 97. Big. A lot of times they try to do something big for that. Yeah. So yeah. that'll be cool. Very cool. Well, guys, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, or mcucast at gmail.com on the emails. Or um, you can uh, call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you'd like to support the show, support us at patreon.com slash mcucast. Um, we got a lot of cool stuff coming. we got a lot of, we're gonna, a lot of episodes coming up for you guys. Um, really excited to be back. Excited that Jeff's back. Um. Yeah, sort of back. I'm still back. Yeah, is it back? You're back. I'm here. I'm here. You're there. You're in a new place, (laughs) but you're back on the show. Um, kind of back to normal life, which is great. Um, normal life in a totally new new city. So, yeah, (laughs) new city, new family, new everything. Man, you're 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 out there. You're out there in the world, living. (laughs) Um, living it. (laughs) Living. I dig it. Uh, all right, guys. Well, again, we'll be back with you real shortly. I think tomorrow we'll have a news and feedback episode dropping. So uh, enjoy that. And enjoy this. I hope you enjoyed this S.H.I.E.L.D. catch-up episode. Until next time, true believers. Until next time.